Hello everyone, I'm Steve Hiding, and welcome to this week's Northwoods Muskie Report. This report is brought to you by MAPS, the world's number one lure. Conditions have changed very little since last week's report, though signs of fall are everywhere. I saw my breath last night when I let my dog out, there are fewer hummingbirds at my feeders, and leaves are starting to change color. But so far as the muskie fishing, the fish remain mostly in the, in the weeds, and the water temp the morning I recorded this report was 70 degrees. Since there isn't much to talk about with regard to conditions, let's discuss how to make the most of your opportunities on the water. Bucktails have been very effective, so let's start with them. I really like big bucktails at this time of year, especially with double blades. Depending on the lake or day, I'll choose double tens or a smaller spinner with double seven blades. Often, I'll have the angler in the bow casting double tens to pick off the most aggressive fish, while the second person in the boat will cast a MEPS double blade musky flashaboo which is almost money for picking off less active fish. Regardless of the size of the spinner being used, a pulse retrieve has been highly effective this season. The pulse retrieve is nothing more than consciously speeding up and slowing down your lure several times during the retrieve. Speeding up and slowing down a spinner will cause it to rise and lower slightly in the water column while making the tail flare. If you don't think this matters, watch what happens when you practice this in water with algae bloom on the surface. The turbulence will create visible holes in the bloom where the bait sped up. Muskies can certainly feel these changes with their lateral line and hunt your bait down. Time your pulses so the last speed up occurs as the lure swings into the figure eight. Smooth transitions to the eight are essential to catching fish boatside. If you look for a following fish before starting your eight, I'll guarantee you'll catch fewer muskies than if you practice this maneuver with every cast. Last week, one of the biggest muskies of the year for my boat was caught in a figure eight that went above and beyond anything I've ever done. Let's discuss this further. I cast my maps into the shade created by shoreline pine trees, and as the lure entered the sunlight, I spotted a muskie following it. This muskie looked to be around 41 inches or so, but was very odd looking because it seemed to have an extremely large head. I'll explain more about this later. This muskie followed to the boat, but didn't want to complete any figure eight and, instead, preferred to shortcut the turns. I then switched from a figure eight to a big oval, but that didn't trigger a bite either. The fish remained interested in the lure, and I repositioned myself toward the middle of the boat to keep the lure in front of the muskie. On one turn, the muskie disappeared into the shadow of my boat, and my fishing partner, Kevin Schmidt, warned that I shouldn't swing too deeply because I may hit the fish with a rod. This was a huge help to me and is something everyone should do. If your partner is working a fish at boatside, coach him through the process because you may see something that he cannot. Different positions in the boat give different perspectives, especially when sunlight is causing glare on the water. Always work as a team. As my effort continued and the lap started to add up, I saw that speed wasn't going to trigger this fish. I then slowed my lure speed way down until the blades almost stopped spinning, and the muskie closed the distance to the lure, but still wouldn't grab it. I then tried twitching the bucktail to trigger a bite, and twice the muskie nipped at the lure. Finally, in what my GoPro camera revealed was halfway through the 16th lap, the muskie nipped the lure following a twitch, and was hooked. After Kevin got the net under the fish, I realized why it looked so odd. At some point in its life, it had suffered an injury to its back, and its tail curved downward at a sharp angle just ahead of the dorsal fin. Its head was normal for its large size, but the fish appeared shorter when viewed from above because of this deformity. My guess is the muskie simply couldn't turn like a normal fish, 
leading to an unusual and lengthy figure eight process that caused me to use almost every trick I know to catch it. Next week, I'll get in depth with minnow bait secrets that can draw out fish that are buried in thick weeds. If a bucktail won't work, a minnow bait often will. I'm Steve Hiding, and thank you for listening. And thanks to MEPS for sponsoring these reports. Visit MEPS.com to see their full lure lineup. Please tune in again next week.